How long can I go before making a Spinal Tap reference in this episode? Not long. It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, where the children dance to the pipes of Pan. I'm Brady. It's Friday, September 15th. It was this month in 1915 that something that's virtually unthinkable today happened. The ancient site known as Stonehenge went up for sale at auction. And what happened during and after that auction was pretty mind-boggling, too. Just a reminder, Stonehenge is believed to be about 4,500 years old. It's known all over the world as an astounding example of the ability and creativity of ancient people. Today, sites like this are usually in the hands of nonprofits or government agencies so that they can be maintained and preserved. But that's a relatively new best practice. Stonehenge had been on privately owned land since the 1100s. In 1915, the owner was Sir Edmund Antrobus. His family had owned the Stonehenge site for almost a century, but when he passed away, the site went up for public auction. The winning bid of £6,600 came from Cecil Chubb. He said that he only bid, quote, on a whim. One story says that his wife Mary had sent him to the auction to buy some curtains, and he came back instead with Stonehenge. But almost as soon as he'd bought the site, he gave it away. Stonehenge was, at least on paper, a private site, but the public was already fascinated with it. Probably too fascinated. Souvenir hunters had been cutting off pieces of rock and generally disrupting the area to the point that one of the site's rock stands fell over. Chubb gave the deed to Stonehenge to the UK so that it could be preserved and enjoyed by everyone. He even got the country to agree that locals would be allowed to visit for free. In return, Chubb was named the Baron of Stonehenge. His coat of arms included the Latin phrase Saxis Condita, which in English means founded on the stones. You can learn more about Sir Cecil Chubb, the guy who bought Stonehenge, at CoolWeirdAwesome.com. Coming up, we'll tell you about a very different way to make yourself known. That's right after this. Welcome back. Today in 2019, the BBC reported on Josh Thompson, a copywriter in New Zealand who got a note from HR asking for a meeting. He figured accurately that they were going to lay him off. And in New Zealand, the law said workers could bring a, quote, support person with them to a layoff meeting. So Thompson brought a clown named Joe who made balloon animals while the HR team gave the bad news. I'm Brady. Hope you get lots of support this weekend. Thanks for listening and come back again next week for more cool, weird, awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.